0: five four three two, one. this is the chop up trying to get chopped up not get slapped up you already know
1: what's about your chop for today my brother
0: man so today we're getting into the culture chop you know uh subtitled as the indigie chop or indigenation you Indigis. know what i'm saying you know, indigenous, indigenous, indig- uh, oh, yeah, I did. Hey, but listen, I caught it real quick, so we're good. So we in this thing, man. Um, I know that that well, well, most people don't, I feel like sometimes forget that Native Americans or indigenous people of this country are the first inhabitants. and I think a lot of us participate in what we're gonna call an erasure of indigenous people, indigenous culture, indigenous heritage, right. Um, with that being said, uh, the current political climate right now call, has been calling for a lot of statues to be taken down, you know what I mean? And as a recent, I've come across some uh specific history that entails Mount Rushmore, you know what I'm saying? We know that a lot of these Confederate statues have been taken down, and what we know is that, uh Contrary to popular belief, the probably the American flag probably got a little bit more blood on it than the Confederate flag could ever dream of. But we're gonna save that conversation for a whole other thing. And I guess that's probably why I'll be on the list two percent shit like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> but <laughs> getting to this uh, this uh, conversation about Mount Rushmore and indigenation. Uh, before the president's face was carved into Mount Rushmore, it was called the Six Grandfathers, a part of the sacred Black Hills of the Dakota tribe. The U.S. government seized the land illegally in 1877 after gold had been discovered there. President Grant secretly ordered the army not to protect local tribes. The bounty hunters uh, collected up to $300 for each Native American killed. The carving of the four presidents into the hill took place in the 1920s. And, you know, so, some argue that it was partly funded by the Ku Klux Klan. My question to y'all is... With the current climate of all of the historical Confederate statues being taken down, how should we take this information about Mount Rushmore? Put now,
2: before we get into that, before yep. we get into that, yep, yep, uh, yep. like we said, the man Adam is on the on the East Coast. It's late over there for the boy. He be putting in the work, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So let's, let's let that man get some rest. Yeah. Y'all say shout out to Adam. Again, shout follow the man, at smart black man. You know what I'm saying? Go to the webpage, donate lbsbaltimore.com LBS right yes sir yes sir appreciate LBS y'all lbsbaltimore.com right. y'all make sure y'all support it's black people putting in the work man appreciate sure. it right. right, love you adam peace out bro
0: out. peace on the
1: side. uh the mount rushmore what was the specific question you asked us in relationship to mount rushmore
0: the question is that given given the current climate of, of how we're taking down confederate statues and statues that are caught up in like this controversial history how should we take this information about Mount Rushmore?
2: You know, I think this is that I think that's gonna be a real test. Cause you know, you already got uh let's not act like, like Donald Trump didn't um pass some executive order in an attempt to protect um certain, you know, uh, uh what is it, uh uh, uh landmarks or our statues, right? Okay? So you know getting knocking down some statues like on a local level is one thing, but when you start to get into you know monuments to 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 whiteness and, and white supremacy, that's, that's when a road, you start having a, that's when you start having another problem because it's like yeah, y'all need like okay, the mayor of whatever little town will let them tear that up all right let's 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 not get some bad press by defending a old racist right The government right now don't give a fuck about bad press. Donald Trump will sit there and say, It ain't no way in hell I will let y'all touch that uh those heads. <laughs> he probably but Donald Trump probably can't even name them niggas off the top of his head, but he will guarantee that it ain't no way in hell that you t- who is it? You you y'all not gonna touch. I think Benjamin Franklin is up there. Uh you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's Benjamin the type of Thomas mind, that's the type Gibson. of president we here with. You feel me? <laughs> So hell no. Like, yeah, I
1: think it's going to change. But what I, I think is very kind of frustrating and interesting about it is that. Like, I don't know if a Democratic president because they're so I don't know that there is any presidential regime that would ever green like that shit change Right? They have mm-hmm. to be beholden. In order to take the office, they have to be beholden to the sacredness of the presidency. And so I don't see them in a world where we already don't treat indigenous people right. And we'll talk about a lot of the ways that that's happening probably later on in this segment, but that they would be willing to cow toe to any demands for, like, I don't see even a Democratic president being like, yeah, some things have to change. We got to change Mount Rushmore. Niggas is not going to go that far. Like, I'm not willing to believe it. The entire Washington mall needs to change. If we talk about all the people right. who act. Slaves who were problematic, who have stuff monuments named after them, yeah. and so that's why they're allowing these little small cities to kind of have their own, you know, jurisdiction over what they decide to do in their cities. Because I know on a, they know on a federal level that you're not finna rewrite American history over everybody. Hey, hey Ooh, this Y'all
0: yeah, hey,
2: y- y- yeah, ain't going that far.
1: A question real quick, and y'all in the comments tell me y'all ever see, y'all seen the movie? My one of my favorite movies is Richie Rich. Y'all seen like the newer kind of the '90s version of Richie Rich with Macaulay Culkin? They had yeah, like yeah, 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 a yeah, yeah, yeah machine yeah. where they was kind of building their own little Mount Rushmore because they was that rich, like the mama yeah. daddy. And then- Yeah, they- with
2: the laser, <laughs> yeah, laser, yeah, laser. Yeah.
1: I was like, they could. They shot it at the end, it was a whole battle scene with the laser. Yeah, they
2: they was using it to fight. Yeah, I yeah,
1: want them, man. That's what I want to be able to take from a distance to Mount Rushmore. Like, I'm sick of I don't want to ask for permission, I want to go the long way. I just need somebody to take a laser and like chisel out. Yeah, man. We're we talking
0: want, about colonizing. I, 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 I want to holler Lakota, I want to holler Lakota
2: Nation. Hey, man, what y'all want up here, man? What y'all want <laughs> up
0: here? I know y'all want this, What y'all want up here. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but just, hey, but just to work. add in, but because Toya said something about said that she don't think that people would change that she don't think that federally it would change like rewrite some history or whatever well what we know is that last week supreme court said that much of eastern oklahoma remained in indian indian territory and when i say much of eastern oklahoma i'm talking about like like majority of East Oklahoma, yeah, that was that
2: was big. The city okay. of actually, uh, I'm gonna pull it up as, as we oh, talk yeah, about yeah, it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, reading
0: right now. The Supreme Court said Thursday, a large swath of I want to show the map Oklahoma. though. I just want to oh, yeah, pull yeah, up so the yeah, map. Put a, put a yeah, put it up by say, uh, Supreme Court said that Thursday that the large swath of Eastern Oklahoma remains an Indian American Indian reservation. A decision with potential implications for nearly two million residents and one of the most significant victories for tribal rights. In, in uh for tribal rights and years the land issue contains much of tulsa the state's second large city the question for the country uh, uh, uh for the court was whether congress officially eliminated muskogee creek nation reservation in oklahoma to become a state in 1907 and then a five-fold decision invoking the country's long history mistreating native americans the court said that, that we hold the government to its word and that the land congress promised the creek nation to stand in indian land now this is why this is uh, uh relevant to the mount rushmore we uh when i did a little research on the mount rushmore i found that in in, in in 1868 there was a treaty that promised the lakota territory included the black hills what the mountain is that that black hills in perpetuity that's the word they use in perpetuity you know what i'm saying lasted as long uh uh, it, uh pretty much was given to uh uh the lakota nation up until the 1870s when they found the gold on their land. You know what I'm saying? As I see right here is uh, the Supreme Court decision on Tuesday, uh, which was a, a few Tuesdays ago, found that the entire red part is still on Indian, is still Indian territory, still Indian reservation land, specifically that was given to the Creek Nation in this treaty of 1868.
2: So so this is my question. And because you in Oklahoma, George, what, What are they saying is going to be the result of that? Because think about that. Like that that's this because, you know, they they was having the the entire conversation about water rights. Mm
0: -hmm. You know what I'm saying?
2: Like who? I thought
0: Oklahoma that definitely was the biggest thing. Water rights. Right.
2: So now that like the highest court in the land has decided that, well, this is damn near a third of (laughs) all of eastern Oklahoma. Well, pretty much almost all of eastern Oklahoma. A third of all of oklahoma maybe even more than that because that little, maybe the panhandle more. ain't really shit yeah, ain't nothing, I mean? yeah so so really damn near yeah you know, like half of all of oklahoma where people are populated is, is is indian land so in terms of how that land is used the contracts that exist on that land you know what i'm saying like who has the rights to be able to sell and to buy like what is the what is the conversation on the ground in Oklahoma in terms of what that means for um, the like Oklahoma communities, like people in Oklahoma?
0: Well, here here right now, the biggest thing that come down to this this new ruling is a lot of jurisdictional issues. So based off people that in court, they, you know, what I'm saying in court cases in in, in 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 that little red part of Oklahoma, it's coming down to is that supposed to be under the jurisdiction of the reservation? Or is that the jurisdiction of Oklahoma State? You know what I'm saying? Uh, As a matter of fact, I I, uh, I read to you said that uh, the dissent led by Chief Justice John Roberts warned a significant upheaving of people in the criminal justice system in other areas of the government, such as taxing and zoning. But state tribal leaders downplayed those concerns and said they're negotiating an agreement to address jurisdictional um, uh, issues. So it's pretty much coming down to. A lot of imposing taxes, a lot of zone laws, a lot of register, uh, a, a, a lot of regulations. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty much trying to figure out does that fall under the uh, uh native law, native sovereignty, or is that fall up under you know, what I'm saying America, I mean, uh, 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 Oklahoma state law? You know, what I'm saying so. They're trying to figure out this is a shared commitment, maintain public safety, and long term economic prosperity. For the statement was under uh. Creek, Cherokee, Chickasaw, Choctaw, and Seminole nations, in a in, a, in a Seminole nations, you know what I'm saying? So they're really trying to figure out now what this means in terms of jurisdiction to prosecute the ability to prosecute under state convictions,
2: and if it and must so be just, tried in
0: federal court. Uh, before
2: we get into, into that specifically, because that's that's extreme. Because I know it was a Supreme Court case where uh, somebody was on death row, and they mm-hmm. were trying to get off because of that. But I think Justine's comment is interesting. She says, because you know that white history will be there, but we need to give the better representing and knowing about uh more about every part and people so it was like what like what's our relationality to to uh to these communities i mean because we see here we have like a similar dynamic like a part of the colonization of this country half of it was i mean i'm saying half but we know that a large part of it was the colonization and the subjugation of uh native american tribes or indigenous tribes and then it's the enslavement of black people so like the we exist at the foot of the, like at the foot of the foundation of this country. You know what I'm saying? The subjugation of our people, and in terms of how we should relate to it, like information like this coming out, how we should relate to the fact that uh, we talk a lot about how we as a people, as as black people, no, nah, stop this, uh, as black people. How we w- were hit hard by uh Corona, but then you look at the numbers of indigenous communities and how they were devastated by uh by the coronavirus. As Black people, what should our orientation be to these indigenous communities, especially given how okay we saying that these statues we tearing them down, colonial or you know these 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 structures of colonialism we're challenging. We're even using the phrase colonizer. You know what I'm saying. So then how should we orient ourselves to these indigenous peoples and movements and social issues, et cetera?
1: Well, I think one of the first things is to recognize... Um, and develop a language and a vocabulary the same way we're trying to develop a vocabulary for things like anti-Blackness and white supremacy instead of just calling it, um, you know, the vanilla version of racism, being more specific and particular about that. I think in the same ways we need to be specific and particular about the violence that happened to Black people, right? We were colonized. I think there's differences, right? There is a type of colonization that happened to us where there was an acquisition of goods and resources. We were the good and the resource that was taken from a land and taken and dispersed in other places for the uh, benefit and for the expansion of a colonial project, right? So we were very much colonized people in relation to indigenous people, which is why we should be like, yeah, tapped into the way that colonization works is that they experienced settler colonization, right? Where the resource acquisition, the taking, the, the, the pillaging, all of those things happened and they shit got took and their culture got erased and it got shifted and changed and overwhelmingly influenced by the presence of white people. And so when we see colonization versus settler colonization and the distinctions but also the similarities between them in terms of our histories and our legacies that should start to bring us a little bit closer to recognizing the unique position that we're in in america right we are not colonizers right we can't be colonizers i think by bloodline but we very much can participate and yeah, we
0: perpetuate yeah
1: we perpetuate it right? no. the same way black people can be anti-black Right, the same way we they can participate.
2: <laughs> we can do that shit. We that could be us.
1: <laughs> they can very we can we can very much we participate in colonization, we can have colonial practices, and so decolonizing our mindsets is more than just a witty line from Black uh Black Panther colonizer, right? It's a, really a relationship that she was demonstrating uh to White people, that is very similar to the way indigenous people understand. Uh, in some way, there's lots of shades of differences, but also shades of similarities in those same positionalities. So we got to be tapped in. We got to mature our language and the understanding of our history. Right. There has to be a graduation of the knowledge.
2: George, as our as our resident Oklahoma nigga, you say because y'all ass went from Texas to Oklahoma and you have <laughs> been in Oklahoma.
0: Yeah. Nigga. Hey man, uh, uh, uh what I think is, uh about our relationship as black people is to think about the like the longevity of native heritage, native culture, native bloodline, native language, stuff like that. I think yeah. that me living in Oklahoma for the past 10 years, I live around some tribes that literally got Enough people that's living in their tribe left, you know. what I'm saying to count on one hand. So every time an elder dies from the coronavirus or whatever, literally another living library goes. You know, what I'm saying down to the ground, and literally yeah. uh, uh, the 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 it's risk right? of their language being able to carry on, their culture to be able to carry on, like one less to person to be on. able to teach. Yeah, you know, you what I'm saying, saying yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like like all that. into it, it two, it's like I literally know, like like a Navajo Nation, even though it's not in Oklahoma right now. I seen a special on them. You know, what I'm saying they, you know what I'm saying literally them talking about how because the 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 uh, health structure, the healthcare structure in most tribes are usually underfunded. This coronavirus is hitting them that much harder, and because the like the the, the literal survival of they, you know, what I'm saying culture was already kind of being in jeopardy, the coronavirus just kind of exacerbates that. That's an that a little bit more.
1: Exacerbates it.
0: Yeah. I was trying to <laughs> say it again, no
1: but Brother? See, you, you hey,
2: you know hey, Y'all want to hear some? Y'all want to hear something funny though? My wife would not like when I be talking to George on the phone. Like I have him on speakerphone or whatever. Like my wife would sit there and look at me like just in awe. And once I get off the phone with the nigga, she'd be like, "You could understand what he was saying." <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! If
0: hey, people would my wife like that too, it's funny. If would my wife like that too, it's people like, like people I speak like I speak
2: George Leonese. You feel me? <laughs> um, but. But I I feel y'all though in terms of you know what I'm saying like that relationship because we 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 could actually uh serve to emulate the relationship that like elders like uh, that that uh natives ha- have with their elders you know what I'm saying because we have that like we we talk about constantly how the civil rights movement wasn't that long ago the civil rights act wasn't that long ago so most of like, especially the millennials, like our grandparents, like we getting older now. See, what I'm saying, like our grandparents, and our great grandparents, like my granny, rest their souls. She went to the white school. You feel me, like, and I never, I never forget when I asked her, granny, if I married a white woman, would you come to my wedding? She said, emphatically, no.
0: Hey, <laughs> you know what to what the saying? now, to the now, now, You feel me? Now.
2: It's and, and it's like so when we talk about losing these libraries, this that's the relationship. Like, yeah, we. Well, our grandparents, there's this there's the affect, there's the emotional connections that we have, but at the same time, like we, we, we've been missing out on getting like the, the real raw. Like now that black history and, and all of that shit is so important to us now, as people who study it and you know, people that dedicate their lives to making sure that the younger generation have that, we uh, creating a closer relationality to indigenous communities would help us in understanding the value of our elders and what they represent and the information that they have to provide on top of the fact that we have a community that that's really the only community that can relate to us for real for real, you know what I'm saying like there is it's there's a difference in in how we you know what I'm saying was fucked over it's a huge difference in how we was fucked over, but and the only people that could sit at the bar and be like white people mm. indigenous people could be like. White people, you feel me? Because nobody else has had that. Like the Chinese people can be mad at white people, but they get rich with white people. Same thing with every other, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, now uh Mexicans is getting it. <laughs> you feel me when you think about the generation of orphans that's gonna grow up to tell that story, like we we sitting on it now, right? But it's generations of orphans that's gonna grow up to be able to tell that story, but that's why we need to have this closer relationship because nobody else really understands it like other than these people, you feel me? And it's important that, like Toya say, we got to watch how we move because we don't want to reinforce the shit that we learn from whiteness in a way that damages and, and and gets in the way and impedes, you know what I'm saying, indigenous communities, you feel me?
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, this, um, uh, my last question that had to do with, my last question has to do with this... Uh. New name change that they about to have with the uh, Washington uh, Redskins. They finally they finally determined and decided that their name was, you know, a little inappropriate and outdated. So they about to change it. My question to y'all, though, is should the name still be, you know, uh, uh, something tied to Native American culture? Or should they just go on and just go to some complete like, like what should their new name be?
1: Um, I'm a fan of a lot of the Jersey mock-ups and a lot of the various uh, attempts to keep the colorway but to change the approach and I am biggest fan of the 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 Washington redtails right which is a name that commemorates uh, the Tuskegee Air- airmen um, it doesn't necessarily tip a hat to indigenous folks but I think that also um, I, I here's the bigger question about why I'm not sure we should change it to something else like that. It re- is representative of indigenous people, and that's because as you know, Dominique wears his chief's cap, and as we think about the Braves and as we think about uh the Black Hawks, I, I don't think we've agreed or heard from indigenous folks about what is or is not an appropriate way to reverse. Yeah, that, yeah, agreed. You know I'm saying so. I'm not about to be like, so this is what it should be instead, and this is what it should be. I think that might be a step backwards. Instead, I think that maybe we can use this opportunity. Shout to- out to Chris <laughs> X. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to Chris X. But we can celebrate some of the black people that um play and participate in the National Football League and start to really put and highlight something that should be remembered in American history like the Red Tails. So that's my take.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think um I really ain't got no room to talk. Y'all see my hat? Exactly. <laughs> so I'm not even going to be a hippie. I mean, because you know, I definitely, especially with what we're talking about in terms of relationality, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's certain, it's certain levels of, like, that settler colonialism that niggas got to kind of detach themselves from because you you start to, it's certain levels of, like, settler colonialism with, like, um, stealing, like, this imagery and how important that is but then at the same time, so did this tribalism of, you know, I'm from Kansas City and as a part of Kansas City culture is the Kansas City Chiefs, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so it's, it's, I mean, then we just want a fucking Super Bowl I mean, okay,
1: so How do y'all feel about the tiebreaker between that being like terms of endearment versus very clearly derogatory, like violent names? Like, you-, you know, who
2: breaks that tie? Indigenous communities. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, but I tell you what, every time I look at an, uh, uh, a, an ESPN uh, post or a Bleacher Report tweet or something, because I follow a lot of sports media, so, like, the major people having these conversations, it's Indigenous people in the comment. like, I'm Indigenous and I don't care. This is dumb. Let's get on. <laughs> <laughs> when we think about it, yeah. having a lot of... It depends on who you talk to. I think, like, a lot of Black folk, a lot of queer folk, I don't think Indigenous people agree about... How to deal with a lot of this stuff because a lot of people are like same devil. thing
2: with black people probably yeah, same, like yeah, to say like how we how we feel about nigga and how we feel exactly. about black and yeah
1: it's just yeah, like yeah. there are bigger fish to fry this is largely insignificant man ain't nothing wrong with the name in the first place uh, da, 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 da. and so it's hard to figure out I don't think there is a, a monolithic agreement on, on how they want to be represented in American culture or if they want to be I think they don't want American culture to exist like Adam I know my I know don't my only
0: thing Adam about it exist. yeah. So that one, that my yes yeah I mean I, I, uh, uh, in closing you feel me on uh, on this Indigenous chop I guess my only thing about Indigenous chop Indigenous chop I done remixed it three times now already now. yeah
2: yeah it's love it's love uh uh
0: the my last things I'll say about it is I wish that people fought as hard for indigenous rights as they do to use indigenous people as symbols and mascots and in, in Halloween costumes That's you know what I'm saying. Um, I think that regardless of what you think about the mascot, so think about the the indigenous symbols. I feel like you gotta be able to recognize how it's not reciprocated energy for being able to advocate for the general welfare of indigenous peoples when it comes to, you know what I'm saying, being able to be use them and abuse them or have a way people wanna do, you know what I'm saying, in terms of using a culture for their own likeliness and not attaching it to the people in the community.
1: Jackie jackie's um, interesting i want to get some comments in on this indigenous thing and i have one more thing i wanted to add jackie says i think red skin is unique, and i got
2: some breaking news i want to get into before we get to before we close the show i got some breaking news but go ahead tell you
0: no.
1: i think red skin is uniquely sensitive because of the history of paying bounty to people who brought back pieces of red skin so the etymology of a lot of these terms the breakdown the history of a lot of these terms is where we start to get into the, the symbolism the symbolism of it and what it starts to mean when people, when you say it, when you evoke a lot of those terms and phrases, and that's what has to start being important. I, for one, would just want to go on record and say, as I walk around this America, I would be excited while we're pulling down monuments to start really replacing a lot of what we see around here with the history of indigenous, right? Half the cities and states we live in, Iowa, Kansas, Kansas, Right, uh Minnesota. These are all indigenous words, right? That we don't even think about our uh, yeah, language and vocabulary. And I would love to see bigger and better monuments replaced where we just put indigenous shit everywhere. We in our in a country
0: that hey, into what I into from this article I was re- I'm reading right now with thing it said that parts of uh Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas is really supposed to be a part of reservation, uh a reservation trail of tears land, but you know.
2: <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> white people, right?
0: <laughs> hey, I ain't saying that in white people. Domo said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: hey, Let me let me say this, though. I got some breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. It has just been reported. right Nick Cannon has been dropped by Viacom and CBS for statements that he made on his podcast about black people being the true uh, Israelites, is true Jews. Uh, And uh, in statements that he said in in referring to white people as uh, more like animals and having a deficiency, and so because of uh, and this is a this is a uh, interview that he did on his canon class podcast with Professor Griff, where he made some particular statements about uh, white people uh, that have been taken by Viacom to be considered as anti-Semitic hate speech, anti-Semitic hate speech, yeah, and he has been dropped. From Viacom, CBS, No More, Wildin' Out. And you know, it, that is, that's that's, that's upsetting. Because, you know what I'm saying? That nigga was, I don't watch Wildin' Out, but he was definitely giving a lot of niggas, you know what I'm saying, a, a plat. He made a lot of niggas rich. He was putting a lot of a lot of niggas on. That was one thing I respected about what he did. Yeah, so um, um, on
1: one of the radio stations or whatever. I wonder if they're going to drop him from that. Because he's on a whole morning show in LA. Yeah. Hey, y'all, I, I, hey, y'all, know, I, hey, y'all
0: know how I felt
2: about and that. When that's our heart radio. Like, oh, no, that's not our heart radio. That's not our radio.
0: Y'all know how I felt about the Hebrew Israelite shit. I've been telling y'all. I've been telling y'all <laughs> for years, man. I've been telling y'all for years, man. Y'all going to get you in trouble trying to spew that Judaism blackface talking shit about Yo, you. And, Listen, and, man, and, look, and this say, is the hey, second This is the second nigga. You copying and pasting and repeating what white conservative no, told why you said this. Once you start talking to, once you start sounding too much like the white conservatives and the white supremacists, man, it's like, what are you saying?
2: But, but George, I've been saying that. Remember the the George Soros conversations? I mean, we had me. a whole
1: we had a whole conversation. Who was it? Angela Day? No, yeah, it was Angela Davis who was confused to no so Angela. uh anti-Semitic a while ago. What? Well, then we have a whole yes.
2: conversation about. Yes. Oh, and LeBron—they called—they—they. They, yeah. LeBron. Oh, LeBron! Yo, the what are the older episodes? We had an yeah. old episode where we were yeah. saying, "Do they use anti-Semitism as a way to call Black people racist Definitely. Yeah, we had a whole <laughs> man. Hey, so y'all be on? We gonna we gonna do a, we gonna do a flashback <laughs> this week? It may be like a flashback Thursday. Matter of fact, I just you know, tomorrow, LeBron, you know what it was.
0: LeBron was quoting that uh, Twenty One Savage. Twenty
2: One Savage, yeah. Yeah, but see now you had you got uh what's the name in the news? You, you, we just had the Sean Jackson. Jackson and Stephen Jackson backed it up, and Stephen Jackson, and so they called both of them anti-Semitic, called them hypocrites, and then Nick
0: Cannon called himself on the, you know what I'm saying, back it up and wanted to defend it, and you know what I mean? Like, all right, man, now no, he like went shit. further
2: than backing it up and defending it, like oh, he he had, had went his, as he, far he, as to, to it, huh? Yeah, he he was pushing it like you they're savages, white people are beasts, savages. So, yeah, there Nick Cannon has been dropped by Viacom CBS. That's breaking news on the channel. <laughs>